This is the Halo Construction and Real Assets Podcast. So today, we're going to take a quick peek at the Building Safety Act 2022 and ask the fundamental question, who is the accountable person? Ladies and gentlemen, with the real Slim Shady, please stand up. But first, let's take a look at what's been happening in the industry since the last podcast. Quarmageddon was one of our favorite headlines. Yes, thankful for not implementing 25% corporation tax, and thankful for withdrawing the national insurance hike, and thankful again for repealing the lunacy of IR35. But O-level grade trickle-down economics... Please. The Russia-Ukrainian war continues on, and this continues to have an effect on construction pricing, mainly through increased utility bills and other elements of the cost of living crisis. BCIS predict that inflation on construction pricing will be at 7.8% by the year end and 6.2% at least in 2023. So contractors who fixed their pricing in 2021 will be starting to hurt badly about now. But hey, let's not forget who attacked who and who is brutalizing the poor Ukrainian people. So we'll just have to suck it up in the construction sector in the UK. Slava Ukraini! Unfortunately, we can expect to see some more company failures in the next few months. We've already had 20 firms collapse in August and a further 21 firms collapse in September, according to Construction News. Of these eight, yes, eight, were roofing contractors. So I suggest you look back at our previous podcast, Heavens on Fire, for our insights and views on roofing regulations. One of the top names to collapse was Chiva's Pool, may not have heard of them, but they're a premier luxury home developer in London, renowned for work in Belgravia, Chelsea, Westminster and Kensington. I guess money really is drying up and all of those Russian oligarchs are packing up and going home. Slava Ukraini! Next, UK government released a new approved document R, Infrastructure for Electronic Communication. We'll do a podcast about that shortly and how it affects residential developments. But for now, new building works registered after Boxing Day 2022 will need to comply. The Right Honourable Simon Clark MP has taken over as Secretary of State for Leveling Up Housing and Communities and has laid out his motivation. I am determined to finish the job my predecessors started. Fixing the system for good, ensuring that industry rectifies the problems it created. He calls Grenfell a national tragedy, as it was, and says it should not have taken the death of 72 people for us to have woken up at just how ineffective the building safety regime was. Hmm, I get that. 
Let's see who he drafts in to replace the feisty Lord Stephen Greenhall, who is the deliciously outspoken Minister of State for Building Safety and Fire. We did like him. Finally, a big shout out to Mark Henry of Henry Construction and Graham Bates of Fika Interiors for their great support in terms of the free supply of building materials and furniture to complete a refugee centre in Poland. Halo and Aid Ukraine Direct, thank you both for the support of yourselves and your teams. Now, we were attending a property facilities management seminar a few weeks ago and overheard representatives of one service company making quite, um, shall we say, strong statements about how they were going to be providing accountable persons as part of their service offering to landlords. Now, we're a bit taken back and not being people who are afraid to speak out, we question the lunacy of that statement and were told, in their opinion, it was allowable under the Building Safety Act. Really? Now, I'm a certified member of the Institute of Workplace and Facilities Management and have huge respect for that industry. But come on, people, that isn't right. Who is this superhero? Sarge? No. Rosemary, the telephone operator? No. Henry, the mild-mannered janitor? Could be! Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy! Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye! He's got style, a groovy smile, and a part that just won't stop! When the going gets rough, he's super tough with a Hong Kong Pooey chop! Sad to say, but if you are the janitor, you should not be considering taking on criminal liability for building safety. To be quite frank, that is farcical. And to have senior people even consider that would be acceptable sadly says to us that we remain a long way from understanding building safety and who should be responsible. So, we thought that we'd just unpack a little on where the accountable person comes from and who it can be. The Hackett final report of the 17th of May 2018 noted weaknesses in the current sanctions and enforcement regime. In particular, Dame Judith Hackett noted, Cases of formal enforcement are increasingly rare and the number of cases appears to have fallen by around 75% in the last 10 years. And that enforcement action does not actually lead to unsafe building work being corrected in most cases. She concluded that the sanctions regime placed on duty holders needed to be strengthened and needed to be strengthened in the right way. Basically, safety prosecutions in high-rise residential developments took too long to determine and the penalties on building owners were too small to arrest the race to the bottom of quality. So let's look to the Building Safety Act 2022. 
That notes that the accountable person for a higher risk residential building is a person who holds a legal estate in possession in any part of the common parts or a person who does not hold a legal estate in any part of the building but who is under a relevant repairing obligation in relation to any part of the common parts. Basically, the accountable person is either the owner or the long leaseholder who has full repairing lease obligations. Nowhere in there does it say the janitor can be the accountable person. So confused, we turn to the regulator's website. They say, in relation to the accountable person, that they will be the organisation or person who owns or has responsibility for the building. It may be an organisation or a person who is responsible for maintaining the common parts of a building, for example, corridors or lobbies. The accountable person will usually be an organisation or a business, but can also be an individual. Hmm. Sensing that some people may be getting confused between the legal responsibilities implied in being named as a party on a full repairing lease and just simply being responsible for maintaining the common parts of a building, we decided to reach out and ask the regulator directly to clarify their position. And HALO are grateful for the regulator's response, which states, Section 72 of the Act provides that the accountable person for a high-risk building, that's a building which is at least 80 metres in height or have at least seven storeys, and two residential units, is the person with repairing obligations in respect of its common parts under a lease or by virtue of an enactment. This definition therefore includes resident-led organisations with relevant repairing obligations such as resident management companies and right-to-manage organisations. These are not property managers and facilities managers. Generally, functions of the accountable person may be delegated to a managing agent, delegated to a managing agent, but not the legal and statutory obligations, they say, unless the facilities or property manager has repairing obligations under the lease, they would not be the accountable person and would therefore not be criminally liable. They go on. We did make amendments to the Building Safety Act 2022 to enable resident-led organisations where they are the accountable person to appoint a building safety director to support them and support them in meeting their building safety duties under Port 4 of the Act. However, they, the resident-led organisations, would still be the accountable person and the responsibility for meeting Part 4 duties remains unaffected. The only difference is that all unpaid officers of the company will be relieved of their personal criminal liability for any offence committed under Part 4 if they do appoint a building safety director. Unpaid. Okay. So can the janitor be the accountable person? Absolutely, categorically, the answer is no. They could be a responsible person, but not an accountable person. A responsible person is somebody who is responsible for completing a task, 
An accountable person is accountable for the outcome of that task, even if they're not responsible for completing the task. So please, let's stop trying to game the bloody system. I'm out of here. So there you have it. We trust you found this informative and remember, being compliant is the minimum standards of acceptability and we can all do better. Much, much better. This is your host, Peter Bowe, signing off for Halo Limited. Be safe. And let's make life simple, not complex. Complex.